Hello and welcome to another episode of Android's Amazing Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Hunter Van Lerup, and I'm joined by James Santana. Hey. We are brought to you by Android's Amazing Comics down in Saville, New York. But before we do news, we have a sale this Saturday. James, take it away. So we have a sale this Saturday, December 14th. So if you're listening to this way after that, I'm sorry. December 14th, 2019. <laughs> Maybe 2020 and 2021 and whatever future you're listening to, we'll do it again. Okay. But for right now, it's December 14th. So December 14th. Uh, so all back issue bins are going to be 50% off. And if you are a Polis member and all your books are up to date, meaning that you've picked up your entire Polis and you have no books on hold or anything or items on hold, the back issue becomes a massive dollar which treasure trove. Which is insane. Which is but never, there's a lot of good shit in there. And it's the first time Dude, we're ever doing if it. If you see, because if you want to start the new Spider-Man by an expenser, it's like 35 issues in. That's $35 because yeah. we have like every issue. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, the first issue is six dollars. Then each of them like go up to four or five. Yeah, you can get thirty-five issues for thirty-five dollars. Exactly. It's fucking nuts. So pick up your books beforehand. <laughs> yeah. All wall books and showcase books are 15 percent off. So if you are looking for a gift for yourself <laughs> or for somebody, uh, all showcase books and wall books will be fifteen percent off. All trade paperback uh, and graphic novels will be thirty percent off. And then everything else in store is twenty-five percent. Statues, action figures, stuff like that. Um, Excluding this, also this sale excludes anything that we had on hold for you at the time. So if you have or you've called us and asked uh, hold items, they, sorry, well, they will unfortunately not be up for the sale. So, but other than that, yeah, we got the Let's sale. Let's talk about some news. I'll start it off. Uh, <laughs> Hit us with some depressing news. I know. That's a sweet, sweet sale. So we hope you guys come down and uh, yeah, hopefully I'll be there all day Saturday. So come say hi. But uh, so Tiger and Dazzle showrunners and writers writing staff have all been fired over creative differences. The first Hulu show to hit take the bullet, basically. Yeah, but Marvel <laughs> still says they are continuing to go on with plans for both with the original show, and they want and to get it out by same sl- time same, same slot same time slot next year. Yep, the same the same uh, target date they had. They they still want to go with it, but the problem is, speaking is my next this next, next breaking news, but stuff we've kind of already knew. Uh, Marvel Studios, uh, Marvel Television is folding into Marvel Studios, which, which we, we always we've knew. talked about this before on the show. But now it's officially confirmed. There's no more rumors, so there's be massive layoffs. Clearly, as we've seen with this Tiger and, and Dazzle also show. Shield isn't canon, and Shield's not canon, <laughs> which according, is so according stupid. to Fai, oh, which is God. funny. It's so funny. It's so ridiculous. But yeah, that's why I think this this. So when this article came out, so I just guys know some behind the scenes stuff. We kind of try to plan out episodes as news breaks and we added to our like a thing uh, or to our show but um this came out and then the, sh- the this came out early last week so like this was right after we started uh last week's episode so we added it so we got right, we can't let's be nothing at that point and then it, they were like oh well Marvel Studios is uh taking over Marvel Television <laughs> oh okay that explains last week's news yeah. so just kind of let you guys know that it's not like they canceled the show so this all the Hulu stuff will still be coming out yeah hopefully um, but yeah, also it makes crossed. sense, yeah. Also, but also it kind of makes sense why things like Runaways and um, what the hell's the other show? Shield, Shield, uh, Runaways, Shield, Hellstrom. well, Shield. I knew. Well, Shield was already planning an ending, but Runaways, uh, oh, Cloak why and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger, those got canceled, and why the Hellstrom series kind con- that only may, now might only be one season. Well, the Ghost Rider series got fizzled. Yeah. Too. So I think what they're doing is, and we've talked about this literally on the show about this when they first had rumors mm-hmm. that they would take all those shows that were freeform and Hulu. And move them right to Disney Plus. Yeah, you can already watch Runaways on uh, oh, Disney, Plus. Disney Plus. I think Cloak and Dagger is coming soon. Yeah, I think because they might have a contract with Netflix, it might be different. But no, that's... they have a contract with Hulu. I think. 
Oh, that's fine. Like, like, well, the eight, uh, Freeform has a contract with Hulu. Yeah, but Hulu can't release it because of it's its a whole thing. Yeah, but Runaways is on there. And so, I McCloak and Dagger be there too. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. So, mm-hmm. well, hopefully that doesn't mess up anything else with the Howard the Duck show and all that. No, let's hope it doesn't also, mess up my Howard the Duck show. <laughs> that's it. You're done. I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> and yeah, so we'll see where it goes from here. Hunter, you want to cover the next piece of news? Doctor Strange is going to be a teacher for Harry Potter students, I guess. That's... Strange Academy is coming in yes. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's by Scotty Young and I think I'm Puerto Ramos. It is. I am excited, but so also, like, it doesn't, like, they tried this already in a way. They did um, Doctor Strange and Sorcerer Supreme. Where they tried to add more magical characters so, like, as a team, that, but this is more like that, a legit Harry right. Potter style yes. book where so, it's him, Brother Voodoo, and like Satana, Scarlet Witch, and, um, Magic, and oh, what's her what's her face? Satana? No, her sidekick, uh, Doctor Strange's sidekick, the chick with the beanie who hangs out. Oh, the new girl. Yeah, the new girl. Um, She's also there too. Yeah, I don't remember her name. So it's cool to see like yes. they're gonna be like teaching headmasters is... stuff apparently. According to Tinny Howard, Donnie Cates, Scotty Young, Nick Spencer, fucking everybody, <laughs> this book has been pitched for like five years. Every every time they go to the Marvel summits, Scotty Young brings it up, and literally the whole room gets excited. But then they can never figure out where to fucking put it and what to do with it. And now they finally just push it out. Yeah, cause like you can, you because you can actually fit where everyone kind of falls in the Marvel mm-hmm. universe right now. Magic wise, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, you know, but, but this event was probably tried to launch a couple years ago when No More Magic was happening and they couldn't do that. Right, you couldn't do that. And then Doctor Strange was up in space so while he's in space he can't teach a school. Yeah. And then Loki was Sorcerer Supreme so Loki, I mean that would have been a fun arc to have Loki teach the school for a little bit but like Doctor Strange was going back to being a vet with a ghost dog and now he's going back to being a doctor question mark? Yes, yes. With Sorcerer Supreme. So it all kind of fits together. It It finally works. Yeah, it fits because And also Brother Voodoo's like fully back to life because he was dead for like a short period of time or something. Yeah, so there's stuff going on in the books (laughs) and and that's kind of always and we've talked about this at at the shop when we're talking about like how pitches work and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of times an idea will get shelved because it just doesn't fit into the current landscape. Yeah. You know, no matter how cool your idea may be. There's a bunch of books like this. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then a lot of times you'll, you'll hear like, oh, hey, we've been trying to work on this for like the last Dude, eight they've been, years. they've been trying to probably work on a Young Avengers book for the last like 20 years. <laughs> well, that's what it is. I think when the first Young Avengers books came out and they went and they did their run. And then every time a Young Avengers book has come out since then, there's been, there's been two runs that yeah, book. There's been a couple. Can I have all of them? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so they every time one of those books come out, I think a lot of times they're trying to figure out what to do with some of the other side characters. What they're trying yeah, like to you see Patriot pop ever in the right. Kate's obviously doing stuff. Right, so it's, Billy it's kind of hard. Avengers. So it's yeah. kind of hard to give like the younger, like for example, with the young Avengers, giving them a constant team because you want to use them in other books. Mm-hmm. You want them character those series of characters to grow. So I think a lot of times, like Champions, for example, yeah. That's basically was really Avengers. a Young Avengers book that they were like, don't use the name Young Avengers or trying to do something else with them right now. Yeah. And that's why I think it is. Yeah, Cassie pops up every once in a while. Right. Wiccan is everywhere. It's fucking crazy. So we'll see. But again, like that whole, like them doing this Strange Academy thing is kind of cool. Again, it's one of those, it's that, it's not, it's not going to be a long book. You know, I know that. It's going to be like a 12 issue mini. Yeah. Or 12 issue maxi or whatever. Yeah. Because it'll be announced as an ongoing. Yeah. And then it'll, and then it'll either be a six or a 12. Because, like, they, they tried this. The Sorcerer Supreme book was supposed to be, like, Doctor Strange's team book. Announced yeah, as an see ongoing. Yeah. See, that's the difference. And then between, it got shit off. Well, the difference between Sorcerer Supreme and this. Is because the Social Supreme is a. You're right. It's a true team book. That's yeah. a true team book. And true team books, if you don't know all the characters, you don't love them all. Yeah. Will not fly. I don't only. It was like one of the ancient masters. Yeah. It was. It was. It was Doctor the actual, Strange. It was the actual ancient yeah. one. It was. But a, but a younger Str- version of him. 
Yes, a younger version younger of him. And then it was actually and then it Doctor was Strange. It was future like, Billy. Yeah, who became the Sorcerer Supreme. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was a lot of characters, and the Ghost Rider was one of them. Was he though? Yeah, it wasn't Johnny, <laughs> but it was one of the Ghost yeah. Rider in the past. You know, so it's a lot of. That's why doing this as a team, uh, doing this kind of book. It's kind of better. Yeah, plus, Scotty Young and uh, Ramos do a lot of, like, the, no offense, kitty stuff, yeah. but it works. Because, like, like, Ramos has done Champions, he's done Spider-Man, he did right. that one book um, where a bunch of kids visit Area 51, I forget what it's called. I have it on my shelf, but I forget what it's called. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, and then Scotty Young is known for yeah. his childish, like, appearance. His story, his, his story his writing, is different. Yeah. But, like, again, like, for the book, so for the opposite for the, the book that's been released, uh, it's a girl that wakes up with, that she finds that she has magic powers, and really and it's Harry Potter. She walks through a wall, no, and then well, she's in Hogwarts. <laughs> well, she ends up going, that's how they bring the school up, but then, like, it's, like, Dormammu's illegitimate child's there, and, like, <laughs> his name's Dolan. Dolan Dormammu. <laughs> that's really funny. It's, like, and they're, like, it's gonna be a lot of, it's, this is one of those books that didn't need to be made, but it's kind of one of those books it's that are... It's, it's cool that it's made. It's, it's world-building. Yeah. It's world-building for the Marvel Universe for mm-hmm. shits and giggles. Like, uh, for example, the Brad Academy yeah. was only brought up during... Um, not Runaways. Not Young Avengers. Uh, Avengers Island. Avengers Academy. Avengers Academy. That's yeah. what it was. During Avengers Academy. Um, as another school that existed. Mm-hmm. And then it was on and off when they've used it, but they use it in X-Men. They use it in Excalibur. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, oh, we're kind of... They used it in um, Strike Force. Yeah. So it's one of those world-building things. They're like, you'll see the school probably pop up other times, you know. Yeah, it'll be like in a... Spider-Man will somehow make an appearance in there. Or even... Or not, <laughs> not that, but what I mean is it will, the school itself will appear in other stories. Yeah. It'll be mentioned in other stories, you know. It'll definitely be mentioned in Champions. Right. You know, for example, in like or or Billy might in Young Avengers, Billy might be like, I taught a class there once, you know. Right. You know, if if there's a Young Avengers book, or you know, or whatever, if Billy shows up and he's like, oh well, where's Billy? Billy's in you know at the Strange Academy, and people are like, oh well, the hell's that? And then it's Mm -hmm. that way. So yeah, that was actually pretty cool. So I'm excited, James. What was that X classified book? So because we talked about it last week. Oh, X report. That's not even the close of the theme. No. <laughs> so, the new X Classified book has been finally revealed with the final two members being. It wasn't X Factor and it wasn't X Corp. No, and the final two <laughs> members being Fer- uh, being Wild Child, which we kind of all guessed. We, we thought it was Feral, but Wild Child was our second guess. Yep, and then Empath. S- Empath, yeah. Which no one guessed. Yeah, I thought it was Vulcan. Yeah, because Empath looked- is cool. So, the, the team- name of the title didn't have an X in it at all. I know. It's like Wolverine. So, Where it's called it? Hellions. A new, the new Classified book is which Mr. Sinister. Is recruiting Krakoa's most dangerous villains under supervision of Havoc and Quanlock. <laughs> I and love it's that just, It's just Psylocke. <laughs> um, and they're going to be... They, it's the X-Force. Another X-Force book. <laughs> they literally <laughs> what X-Force should be. Should have been from the echo. Yeah. It's them doing shady shit yes. while getting away with like... But here's the thing. Because we know Sabretooth is already like getting his way back because Mystique is like, you know... Mystique wants him. No, this, no Mystique wants Destiny Mystique wants back. Destiny. But um, we know that shit's going to go down because they're going to kill humans or they're going to kill man and break one of the rules and they're going to somehow twist their way out of it. Right. Or cover it up in some way. Either way, we'll Because see- this book has a bunch of murderers on it. Yeah, either way, we'll see where it comes out because it comes out in March of 2020. Yeah. So in this next previews coming up, we'll be able to see more of it. Yeah. And I can't wait to see the covers and what this team actually means. I hope it doesn't have a slow burn like X Force did. Yeah, X Force uh, number one was bad, but two and three are two and three insane. got better. Yes, two and three brings it all back. They figured around. out what they were. Yes, because I think X Force was meant to be X Men number one, 
But X Men number one needed to establish some lore. That's why. I don't think no. I don't think when you read X Force, it comes off as X Men number one without Cyclops on it. Well, that's the thing. I don't think I don't think it was Beast. It's Professor X. It's like I don't think it was meant to be X Men number one. Not literally meant to be, but in my mind, if you you're supposed to read that first, you know what I mean? No, actually, there's a reading order. John Hickman actually established a reading order. Yeah, everything was supposed to build X Men, X Force, New Mutants. No, no, X Force is the last book to read. You're supposed to read. Oh yeah, because. Everything's built... Like, you're supposed to build up everything to be like, holy shit, he got shot. Mm-hmm. And now, what's been going on after that? Yeah. As the built... Like, that power mm-hmm. gap's there. So, it kind of makes sense uh, to, uh, to an extent. But we'll, we'll see what goes. I definitely want to see what the Hellions are. I'm already buying because Mr. Sinister is the only original Hellions. I'm, all, I'm already eight issues in. Yeah, you're I'm already, already, In my mind, I'm eight <laughs> issues in. You're already there. I'm already... <laughs> I'm in. Give I'm us in. a Sinister solo. <laughs> oh, that's all I want. Actually, I want him for a one-shot for one of those giant size. Oh, him in Apocalypse. Ooh, no, him in um, Professor X. Because they could go... Oh, are they tied together or are they separate stories in the giant size? They're all one-shot. Um, Not all of them. Uh, The first one is just Jean, Emma Jean. Yeah. And like a little bit of storm, the storm they're yeah, looking for her. That's the whole mission. So there's like for a storm. team book in quotes. Yeah, well, it's like Gene and Emma going for, looking for storm. Yeah. Uh, the next one is just a Magneto one. Okay, so it can just be a sinister. Yeah, it can be like X Men Black, basically. Yeah, where it's like a one shot. They're about to see. Well, X Men Black was supposed to be a different thing, but you know, I'm not. X Men Black was supposed to be a team of villains, but then they had to cancel everything for House of Powers. Yes, exactly. Anyway, Wonder Woman '84. Let's fucking go. That looked crazy. The trailer came out what yesterday, two days ago. And it is Yeah, it's bonkers. ridiculous. Maxwell Lord. Kristen Wiig, but not as a real cheetah. Steve, <laughs> Steve Trevor's back, question mark. Question, question and marks. And then, like, Wonder Woman looks badass and more colorful, which I know. And the gold immediate. armor, it's fucking great. And the gold armor looks tight. And also, we get more stuff as her as a kid during, like, the Amazonian Olympics, where she, like, whoops all the adults' asses, from what I've oh, seen. Oh, yeah. It looks dope. What are your thoughts on it? It's great. I actually can't wait for it. It's actually... I love the aesthetic, the sound that they were playing. The only... I will say one thing I don't like. I hate that Maxwell Lord's in it, and he looks like... Because I hate that 1980s look. (laughs) With his fake hair? Yeah, like, you know... It's totally a wig. I'm like, come on. And he's just kind of like, hey! He's got, like, like, the six rings. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, I just can't. But but it's fun. It's fun. I like it. I hope he kills Ted Kord right at the beginning. Well, you know, actually, someone pointed out that, like... I don't get why they're calling it 1984 and they're using the song from 1986 in it in the trailer. Yeah, maybe it takes place over the course of two years. <laughs> no, like it's, the song has the shoehorning the song. And in. also Steve Trevor survives and he doesn't know what a garbage can is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, no, no. It was because the art exhibit. I know. Like, it's supposed she to be goes, fancy. She goes, oh, everything here is art. And he looks at the garbage can and she's like, that's a trash can. He's like, yeah. Yeah, I knew. But like... <laughs> For a moment, you're like, does he not know what a garbage can it's is? It's like, oh, he got a little <laughs> well, he has stupid. been gone for like, what, 40 years? 40 years, years yeah. and hasn't aged. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like he aged a little bit. Cause we'll Chris, see what happens. Chris Pine got older. Well, yeah. He got as old as Chris Pine did in time. <laughs> and then they, like, oh, that's so cool. I love Chris Pine. I'm glad, I, he, I I'm glad he didn't die. Wish, I'm glad they haven't shown us what Cheetah really is going to look like. Yeah, they gave us, like, a glimpse of, like, an outfit she wears where she's got, like, a Cheetah print armor Which or something. Which is true. It's, it's, yeah. It goes back to her original. But she's got to get that original, cursed thing. Yeah, right? that's what it is. It goes back to the original she's like Cheetah. A, she's like an Indiana Jones she, type. Right. In her original, in uh, Minerva's original origin, it was just a costume she wore. It was a Cheetah costume yeah. she wore. Uh, so I definitely want to see what they do. They I hope might... Kristen Wiig doesn't wear a latex cheetah suit because that's just Catwoman. See, I don't mind if they do that in the. Beginning, I'd rather her be but... like a monster. Yeah, and then become that. Yeah. yeah. So even if she wears like a armor like, type of thing, you see her thing... running down the hallway in like an outfit. And yeah. I think that's like her battle outfit before she gets which um, is fine. Cursed. Yeah, which yeah. is fine. I'd rather see that like something to a prelude to that mm-hmm. and then become the cursed version. Because I'd love to see Kristen Wiig 
look like the Cats trailer. <laughs> That's what it's going to look like. It's literally going to be that. It's uh, Taylor Swift face. as a cat. It's going to be not just not like that. It's going to be Kristen Wig's face on no, a giant cat. No, it yeah. better not be. <laughs> I hope no, it is. I hope it's not. You want another shitty DC movie? <laughs> I'm not hyped for Suicide Squad. I am. Because I love all the people on it. Anyway, I, I fucking can't. You talk about this because you brought it up. <laughs> so, um, on Wired.com, if you haven't been watching Crisis, she's up in the HBO. You watch Crisis. It's been airing. Uh, part 3 airs tonight while we're filming this right yeah, now. We'll I'm actually talk about missing that it. Later. <laughs> I'm actually missing it. I'll calm down. Um, so, what they've been doing is, we know some shows are going to be spinning out of what the post-Crisis Landscape. Mm-hmm. We got confirmed that one was going to be Superman, which was going to be a, Lo- a Lois. Superman Lois. Superman yeah, Lois. Where they raised the kid. Right. Uh, Green Hour and Black Canaries. Uh, Green Hour and Canaries, sorry. Yeah, where it's um, Mia, Nia. Mi- uh, Mia and... Um, All the Canaries. And the Canaries on uh, doing stuff, saving Star City. Which is dope. And then there's two things. One... Is that one's definitely confirmed, which is a Green Lantern series, which we knew was happening eventually. Yeah, they've been teasing it for the last like eighty years, right? And that the HBO Max show that is actually coming out is actually going to be part of the CW universe. Yeah, because they're all f- doing one deal or something. One or the, if we go, because well, like HBO Max didn't it get bought by Disney? No, HBO Max thought, is Warner I, Brothers. Yeah, but I thought if you got that's Hulu you're thinking of. No, no, if it, I thought it was HBO. No, HBO is owned by Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers owns DC Comics. Continue. Um, but the whole thing is we we don't know a lot. Where a lot of speculation is that it's gonna be around John Stewart because uh, John, John Diggle. Diggle, John Diggle Stewart. <laughs> we're, we'll see what really happens. It's gonna be Ben Promise that we're gonna finally find out the whole Green Lantern answer this season. There's only two more episodes left of the season, so yeah, we'll <laughs> we gotta see. Um, and there is rumor of a Booster Gold TV show. This was originally leaked by Wired, but Hell they've gone yeah, back yeah. and redacted it. Not that it was released, that it was part of the hours, but there is a in-talks and out that for the HBO Max there might be an actual mm. Booster Gold TV show. I'd be so excited. That's not tied to the Arrowverse. But it would make sense that it would be tied to the Arrowverse because Rip Hunter, the Wave Rider, the yeah, Legion, everything leads to Booster Gold. Exactly. But they're just like, nah, he's not here. And it may not, he, they might, he might have slipped and set up a mistake and it was supposed to be, it might be a better surprise to mm. come out from Crisis. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm definitely excited for a Green Lantern TV show that's tied to the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. And if there is Booster, I, I like Booster. So oh, everyone loves Booster. I'm definitely down for a Booster Gold TV show. Excuse me, TV show. I've been waiting for Booster Gold, like, shows or anything for years. Oh, yeah, that's my brother. He's way more interested in Booster Gold than I am. But, like, I even I've been pining for it. Because his whole character just works. I forgot what uh, baseball player <laughs> I always compare him to, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Because I'm like, that's what he was. Like, oh, I gamble in my own fucking sports yeah, game he, through the game. Yeah, he like, was a, that was an old thing. He oh, was yeah. an ex-football player turned janitor turned superhero because he wanted to, you know, get famous and get money. So he traveled back in time with Skeets and the ring. Oh, and man. the battle armor. I'll, I'll, just, I'll, I love Booster Gold. I'll end up doing a fucking history of Booster Gold. Yeah, once he gets his whole yeah. thing. Or a Historia, when we finally relaunch that after... Since July. Life has been crazy for some it's of us. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not pushing you. We just need more stuff. <laughs> stuff. Alright, now we're going to change up the formula just a tiny bit. We're going to do book reviews first because our topic Someone's ties into really it. really mad. Both of us are really mad. <laughs> so Someone mad. mad others. This day sucked. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to start with my book. Your book's funny. I've been doing a lot of indie books recently and yeah. this one takes the motherfucking cake. 
Joe Hill and Martin Simon's new book, Dying is Easy. It's an ex-cop turned stand-up comedian. Fuck yeah. That's like... I, I'm in. That's so cool. It's like my... Dude, I love crime dramas. Right. And I love stand-up comedy. And he literally put it together in a nut. <laughs> so good. Dude, I was... I, after I finished reading this, I came up into uh, the office and I was like, so I can't write my book anymore. And you were like, what? I was like, yeah, I wanted to do a stand-up comedian with murder. <laughs> and then... <laughs> this is it. Jason thinking sucks sometimes. Anyway, Joe Hill has been fucking putting in the legwork, dude. Yeah. He's got Hill House. He's done, He finished up The Cape the Fallen. He's got this. And God knows how much else he's got. Anyway, this is just fantastic. The art is killer. It, It's not like... the. When you think, like, killer art, you think Jim Lee. Right. You think Ramos. You think uh, Greg Land, you know? Yeah. But this just... It fits the tone. When you get a writer... And a scene that works so well with the artist you choose, it just fucking works. It reminded really me of Rod uh, Rod Reyes at first. Yeah. Because the tones that he used in Hi- uh, Hadron's Wall, which is another one of my favorite books, <laughs> just it just works. So this guy, his name is Sid Holmes. He is a ex-cop turned stand-up comedian. After the death of his wife and son, through ways you'll find out when you read the book, he just said, fuck this shit, I'm gonna just try to do jokes because I got nothing else. And he, that's basically, it It all takes place all in a club, you see one flashback of him as a cop, you meet a bunch of the side characters, you meet this guy Charles Dixon, who everyone hates because he's a joke stealer and he got on Leno and he's gonna be on Friends because this takes place like in the 80s I think. So it's just cool to see like the time period adapted. It's cool to see stand up in like a fresh comic form. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of books about stand up comedy. No, it's, hard, it's, it's hard, hard to do it. Yeah, but I was laughing at these jokes and telling them to <laughs> you. You tell like, you're reading them. So funny. All right, so normally I ask you for your favorite moment. What's your favorite joke from the book? Oh man, uh, <laughs> one that you may get in trouble for. <laughs> okay, so here's a really bad one. So oh, but this is the spoiler. All right, don't. All right, it's it's, it's it. fine. So. In the middle of the book, he leaves the club to go get a cigarette, and his ex-wife's sister shows up, and she starts screaming at him. She's like, my sister's dead because of you, and he goes, I've always wondered what the last thing to go through your sister's mind was when she stepped in front of that truck. Probably the hood ornament, huh? And I was like, holy shit, way to just fucking roast this person. It was nuts. A lot of these jokes are killer. I don't want to spoil the funniest ones. That's one of my favorites, because it's just so dark, and I love the dark humor, but there are funny ones with like... Drugs and fucking paint and cops and quotas that are just so good. And all the characters feel real, which you know is like my favorite thing. When yes. dialogue actually feels Mean like something? Yeah. yeah. When dialogue is something that you would see in real life. Oh, man. And you feel the pain for all the characters that are involved. Anyway, it ends on a super huge cliffhanger. And, uh, yeah, I am excited for more. <sighs> Too bad I gotta wait a month. <laughs> it's not so bad when it's actually like only waiting a month. <laughs> this book is perfect. There's literally I have no problems with it. This book is so good. If anything, I want more. That's my only problem. Okay, <laughs> this is a bad. five out of five, like no doubt. That's awesome, actually. What did you read, Mr. James? Well, dun 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 dun. Actually, I had to pick this because I was like, uh, I was like debating on what I wanted to read. I decided to read. All right, cool. I read Symbiote, Symbiote Spider-Man, Alien Reality. I'm like. Eh, whatever. It's not going to be a big deal. And then I was so happy. It could end up being a real good episode. Issue. I don't <laughs> this episode. If you have been reading Symbiote Spider-Man, Symbiote Spider-Man takes place back when Spider-Man first got his black suit. 
So these are kind of in-between stories. Yeah, this is a sequel, right? This is a sequel to The Last Symbiote Spider-Man. So it opens up with a, uh, a crash in Siberia. And then it, it, with Doctor Strange and Black Widow show up. And then there's a thing, a book called The Book of God is there. Okay. And then it just cuts to Peter fighting Kraven. Oh, another Kraven story. Yes. Oh, so, so by the way... This is like in the time period of like... Yes. Hunted, or no, no. Time, I mean... No, before that. Oh, it's before, before that. last time. Before okay. that. I know it's Black Suit and I know it's related. Yeah. To it. yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, this is written by Peter David and they also by Greenland. Yeah. <laughs> same as the last one, right? Yeah, same exactly as the last team. That's why. So what ends up happening is that Peter's fighting Craven and then Peter gets knocked unconscious and he shows up somewhere else and something happens without spoiling the entire book because <laughs> it literally is a lynchpin in the book. But um, what ends up happening is Peter gets knocked out and he wakes up and him and Craven are supposed to be allies. Okay. So, looking at the name, Alien Reality, kind of without pushing how spoilery I want to get with this, I can get a little spoilerish. Um, he ends up, he wakes up in a different reality where him and Craven are partners. Oh, okay. And Black Hat is actually. Um, She's the bad guy? No, Black Hat is actually Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow. Cool. Like, well, Natasha's Black Cat. Yeah, she changed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. A lot of people actually thought it was supposed to be Mary Jane. I'm like, no, it's because she's in red hair. I'm like, no, it's it's Black too many Widow. redheads in the Marvel universe. Yeah, it's it's Black Widow. <laughs> well, not enough redheads in the Marvel <laughs> universe. Everybody gets confused. <laughs> well, yeah, Black Widow is actually Black Hat in this universe, and Doctor Strange is not Sorcerer Supreme. Ooh, who is Sorcerer Supreme? We don't know. Ooh, fancy fancy. But there is an apprentice of Sorcerer Supreme that's there, and Where's he. The I that's going to spoil the book for you. Oh, okay. And it's also the villain of the book. Oh, okay. So. It's actually really fucking cool. I'm like, yo, this is actually. Re- I didn't see. A, I didn't see any of that coming. Because this is now canon too. Well, yes. the alternate reality, yes, but like it's canon in the new mythos for Spider-Man. Yes, yes, yes. Like this happened. Like this yeah. book, this story happened. But again, like yeah. he's in a reality. He's in a different reality it when it happened. But the entire thing, like the story yeah. itself, took place. That's what I liked about the original symbiote Spider-Man. It right. happened. Right, and same thing. Like so, he's so he's so continuing the battle that the suits. This is. From the time he got the right suit, Secret Wars. Yeah, so from the time he got the suit till the time where they figure out that the suit's alive. He still doesn't mm-hmm. know the suit's alive yet. Yeah, he doesn't know it's a Venom yet. Right. <laughs> a Clintar. So that's the whole thing. So it's actually really cool. The story gets you from the first page through the end. The twist is fantastic of who the villain is in the story. Um, Greg Land's art, it's always great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fantastic. And, I'll, and my favorite, I'll, the only thing I, uh, I'll say, one nitpick about it, it's not even a bad nitpick. They, um, a lot of it's, like, a lot of homages to, like, uh, the 80s stuff, mm-hmm. which is, like, the spider, uh, the Spider-Mobile's in it, for example. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, it's stuff like that. Spider-Mobile was in a worldwide. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's what I figured it was. Yeah. Um, but actually, I think the, uh, my one nitpick is that the villain of the book isn't, I'm like, meh. I love that villain, though. But I've always, I always kind of, I said why. I won't spoil it, but... If you check out my uh, villain month thing I did for October, I think I just checked in the highlight recently on Instagram, yeah. but you can still find him somewhere. Uh, uh, that character was one of my uh, top five or ten, I think. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I, will, I He's one of my top two. The only reason why I'm going to nitpick about the... Uh, he's well-written. He's, yeah. The reason why I, I nitpick is because it kind of goes, how can this guy beat the person he... How can this guy beat that guy? Yeah. yeah. And I can't say it. it. I mean, it will. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's the that's my nitpick about it. I'm like, am I? It's one of those like when you look at a book when they're like, oh hey, this guy could definitely be that guy. No. Yeah. Like no. This. How can Batman beat Superman? Like, like how can this actually happen? Like this. Like how how can blank beat blank without yeah. me spoiling the book? It's like mm-hmm. that's my nitpick for the book. Okay. But otherwise, my favorite moment is when uh, 
Peter meets and sees that it's oh Felicia oh a friendly face she turns around and it's fucking it's widow it's widow in that <laughs> suit ooh damn yeah Craig Land knows how to draw a sexy lady Craig Land knows how to draw period yes he has a, he's a phenomenal <laughs> artist and it's like oh no Peter how do you know me she's like oh how do you know my name oh we're lovers <laughs> and like he like jumps out and like, I can't do this <laughs> oh my god I'm like you idiot take it take what you can <laughs> What would you give it a five? Out of five? Actually, I'll give it a five out of five for this. Yeah. I'm so actually, I actually one? enjoyed it. I di- and I enjoyed it, and I didn't read the last one. Mm. I didn't read Symbia Spider-Man. So it's very, and I like when books are sequels, but also very new reader friendly. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this is a sequel, but you had to have read the last, like, last series. I didn't have to know about yeah. the, the whole Spider-Man. Because the Ghost Rider destroys Marvel history. You have to read the books before you read that book. Yeah. But Revenge of Ghost Rider, let's see if they change it. Right. See, that's the thing. Like, that's why I like this, because... You can, you can be a Spider-Man fan, mm-hmm. not have read the last Simmons Spider-Man series, pick that up and still enjoy it because yeah. it's its own Spider-Man story. Do you mm-hmm. want a cool throwback Spider-Man story with the villains we haven't seen in a while? I mean, Craven we saw. Yeah, we see Craven a lot. But, but the, still, like, the main characters. villain yeah. of it we haven't seen in a long time. We haven't seen Doctor Strange and Spider-Man interact in a couple years, I think. No, we've seen them on and off, depending on the book. Yeah, it depends on the book. You know, all the events. But I think the biggest thing is that they do do things like this, where it's like, this is kind of that one-off mini-series that you can actually enjoy without having to read anything else. That's good. And if you're just a Spider-Man fan, I definitely recommend it. I was going to say, oh man, we picked really good books this week to read. They're all no. great. No. And then I forgot what the store book was. <sighs> okay. James, what is it? Okay, so the store book of the week. Yay. Please understand that we pick all these books of our own volition. No one forces us to pick these books, so our opinions are entirely our own. <laughs> So we chose poorly this week. We thought it was going to be hype. Yeah, so uh, we picked Dark Knight Returns, The Golden Child, written by Frank Miller and art uh, by Raphael Grandpa. With Jordi Belair as the colorist. Ain't, yeah, colorist. So. Why? Why did we choose this? Uh, John's got a five head, a bad haircut, We're going to do this attitude. a little bit differently. <laughs> Normally we do our book reviews and then, our, you know, we do our top of their book reviews. We flip it up for a little bit. So, I'm going to do this a little bit differently. We're going to talk about Dark Knight first as a series, and then we're going to talk about how this book doesn't make sense. We're super flipping the script. Because... It doesn't make any sense. I know. Our script... (laughs) Normally, our format is very different, but we have to do it very differently this this week, guys. One, because... If you never read Dark Knight or you don't know much about everything, the preludes that lead up to this book, you're not going to understand our review. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to talk about Dark Knight as a whole first. So, back in... 19, I want to say 86. Frank Miller, for some reason. Uh, well, <laughs> Frank Miller and Klaus Johnson got together. Well, Frank Miller's writer and the artist, but yeah. the Frank, uh, Klaus Johnson's uh, always on the covers because yeah. he's the inker. I, I feel so bad for him. His inking's fine. <laughs> His inking's fine, but inking, that shitty artwork is always a thing. Anyway. I think the first Dark Knight has decent art, but then once you realize it doesn't grow with time, it kind of sucks. It doesn't grow with time. <laughs> so, um, in 86... Frank Miller went to the editor of DC at the, uh, that editor group at the time, Dick uh, Dick G- uh, Doriano, Gio Doriano, sorry, uh, who's uh, yeah I know so it was Manhattan in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he went up to him uh, and was like, "Hey, I want to do uh, a, a gritty, a dark night story that's that's a far away take than what this, we're seeing on cart TV because at the same time the uh, Batman Adam West show was airing." Yeah. So he wanted to do something that was far different from that. So he gave him he gave him kind of a basic outline, and then 
John Byrne, who was writing or working for DC at the time, was like, hey, you know what would be good? Robin must be a girl. That's actually a quote from John Byrne. He's the one who helped create Carrie Kelly. That's cool. For it. it was like, hey, sure, why not? So he took like um, inspiration from like Dirty Harry and some like of the grittier 1980s like action movies that were coming out yeah, like around the time. Yeah, a lot of Western stuff. Right. Too. So you combine all that kind of together to make a series that kind of employed a 16 uh, panel grid system, which is very, a very classic old school how they yeah. used to do books, like panel, panel, panel yeah, type of thing. Yeah, and now Tom King and Mitch Gerard did the nine panels. They system. did it. Yeah, same thing. But, for Heroes and for uh, Mirrors to Mirrors. And they did Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons did for Watchmen. Yeah. It's the same. It's, it's that classic panel. So, but Giordano left halfway over disagreements over production deadlines, and then Les Daniels uh, wrote that Miller's idea was of ignoring deadlines because the book was fucking, yeah, he doesn't care. It was delayed. But eventually he just finished the book, and then we got... I wrote fucking Sin City, I don't give a shit. So he came (laughs) back, and so he finally eventually finished finished the book. So what Dark Knight itself entails, that's just a little bit of background creation of the book. So Dark Knight itself is set, set in the far future... Where, well, at well, the time. Set in the far past future. For us, yeah. <laughs> it's the past for us, far future for people in 1986. Uh, Richard Nixon's still president. Uh, he's yeah. lifetime president. Uh, Gotham's a shitty hellhole, like kind of always is. Um, but Gotham City's kind of a rotting cesspool, and Batman's been retired for a while. Or I think it's like 20 years or so. Is yeah, he's at that point, I think he's 58 years old. Yeah. 55, sorry. He's 55. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be Gotham in 1986. Quote, unquote. But for the yeah. comic book, it's like, it's a parallel to what was going on. Yeah. Um, he's been, he's been, he gave up being Batman uh, after Jason Todd died. Uh, but now, because he hasn't been Batman, there's no one been, no one's stopped the rise of a gang called the Mutants, who's been tearing Gotham. And then, he's watching the Marcus Zara, the movie, the play he went to when he was a kid that he had to leave. Yeah. That got his parents killed. While that was being on, that was on, the mutants created crime that got new, the news report came on at the same time, so it kind of clicked him to be Batman again. Yeah. At the same time, he saves these two girls, one being Carrie Kelly from uh, Two Face. Oh, sorry, from uh, a the criminal. Mute. Yeah. For the, the mutants. mutants. On, on the other side, Two Face came out. He's like, there's a whole side story about the reemergence of Two Face uh, when he gets plastic surgery and he realizes he's going through this whole persona where he loses his mind. Typical Two-Face stuff. Because he became completely Two-Face at that point. There's no more Two-Face. He became one person again. As Batman keeps helping people, Carrie Kelly decides to become, uh, uh like, a Robin, I guess? Like, she's not, like, she's Robin. We, we yeah. know her. But, like, she fashions her own suit. Like She, she eventually becomes the Robin. Like, officially, but she, like, fashions yeah. her own suit. It helps him out. Um... Yeah, so yeah, that's what it was. So, she, oh yeah, she still stays in Todd's costume. She doesn't make her own. I always thought she made her own because I, what it is, I always think of the scene where she's climbing out her bedroom window. I thought she had her costume at that point. She didn't. Mm. So I get yeah, she's still she, wear the, the fucking costume of a dead boy. Yeah. I mean, it, it fit her, so it says a lot about Jason. Yeah, right? Thin boy. So eventually, he beats the mutants in this big massive slugfest where you can see the massive tank Batmobile. And then it's the fight with Superman, which we all know that's what got inspired in Dark Knight and Batman mm-hmm. for Superman. Um, and then eventually he uh, ends up becoming, like, he goes into, oh no, he doesn't fight Superman yet. 
He fights him at the end. He because he beats the mutant leader, and yeah. then Joker comes. Mm-hmm. He meets Joker because Joker Joker sees the rise of Batman and knocks him out of his catatonic state. And then he goes and murder he murders a bunch of people on TV. That's where the sh- the scene from uh, the Joker comes from. Yeah, where he goes on TV. But in in the book, he murders a bunch of people. Then he confronts him at the uh, confronts him at the fair where Joker snaps his own neck. By the way, not physically possible. <laughs> You don't have enough strength to actually, like... Yeah, you can't crack... Yeah. I can crack my neck, but not yeah, enough but to like, kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, regardless. There's there's resistance there. So while everything's <laughs> going on, he eventually fights Superman because of a nuclear warhead rushes sent. Uh, Alva Queen, who's a crazy nut job at this point... Yeah, with one arm. With all one arm. Helps, <laughs> Motherfucking badass. Helps him put down Superman. Kryptonite arrow. But because of the strain on his heart, Batman dies. He has a heart attack. attack. Yeah. And then they bury him. And then at the funeral, Superman hears the heartbeat. And, and he like, goes, motherfucker. Like, winks at the, <laughs> the final page. And then, uh, everyone, like, Batman, Carrie, and Alva Queen, and a bunch of, uh, the mutants that he, the mutants that kind of went on the side after they beat his leader, beat their leader, uh, go into the cave and they're setting up for a new war on crime. Yay. So, <laughs> before, and then, in 2001... I'm going to say 2001, because I'm right the first time, I'll continue this later, <laughs> being right, and I love being right about this stuff. But, okay. So I'm not going to scream. <laughs> so the next part was in, uh... Two wasn't bad. I'll give you I'm that. Not it gonna... wasn't bad. Because it gets worse from here on. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, so, number one was... It's, it's Dark Knight Returns Returns. It's basically what it is. Yeah, it's Dark Knight Strikes <laughs> Again. So, what Dark Knight really was, was a kind of a cool political commentary on the times. It's about the rise of capitalism, overthrowing the, uh, the rise of, like, over the dungeons of capitalism. Yeah. Um, it was the haves and have-nots versus each other. It was the rampant crime, very a la New York City at the time. Mm-hmm. It was the political onslaught of, again, and I will say this because this will reference back to this uh, this uh, week's store book, that... Frank Miller was a very right-wing conservative person. That's why, like, Superman... Well, not really, because Superman's kind of a douche, and he's all about the government in in DK1. He's all about protecting people and doing what's right, and Bruce Wayne is kind of, like, anti-fascist. Yeah, because he saw the government as very fascist. Mm -hmm. Um, That's because that's how Frank Miller was writing his political, politically charged books. Books, yeah. So, 2001, Dark Knight Starts Again came back, which this time was a three-issue series. It, it's three years later. Um, it's set in 1986. Sorry, no, I'm wrong. No. It's three uh, <laughs> three years of hiding, so... 88. 88. 88. It's set in 1989, depending on exactly when yeah. uh first one ends. Uh, it's Bruce Wayne following, training his followers. Uh, it's a uh, rebellion against Lex Luthor's dictatorial rule of the United States, because Lex Luthor is, pre- is, running, is pulling the strings for the president at the time. Yeah. So, not, you know? it's weird. It's very, very weird. So, I'll give you a quick synopsis of this one. So, now Catgirl, who is Carrie Kelly, who is Robin. Yeah, Catgirl now. <laughs> yeah, which is... In a was, very tight suit, and it's kind of uncomfortable. It's very... And the art is way out. I'm going to get in that second. It's the worst Frank Miller art ever. Ever. Because, really like, the first one's okay, and the third one's pretty polished, because I don't think he did he most did it. of it. Jim Lee did it with him. It was, okay. It was not Jim Lee. It was someone else that does a very, like, nice Frank Miller Scott impression. Scott Williams? Was it Williams? Because he usually does the stuff for Lee. No, no. Williams well, 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 Anchor. Well, you'll see it when you get there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they trained an army of Bat Boys, the mutants that they uh, took bat over. Bat Boys, Bat Boys. 
Uh, <laughs> save the world from police dictation, led by Lex Luthor. Um, they realize they've been Luthor's been kidnapping heroes, the Adam Flash, Plastic Man from Captivity, oh, yeah. Elongator Man recruited, uh, to help, and with Green Arrow to help Batman, while Superman, Wonder Woman, Captain America are they're just they're still the Justice League, but they've been forced to, um, work for Luthor, which for President Richard, which isn't Richard Nixon anymore, because Nixon was president in the last one. Mm-hmm. By the way, that President Richard is actually a nod to an older book. Oh, from the book called The Prez. It's where a teenager, oh, Prez, yeah. yeah, where a teenager came it. So like Lex and Brainiac have been making this. So him goes, he confronts Bruce Wayne at the Batcave and all the other heroes and beat Batman. I think it's so dumb. And then he goes, oh yeah, he goes and flies to Wonder Woman. And they make sweet, sweet love in space. They destroy a mountain, right? Yeah, is that they fucking, yep. Or is that uh, Superman Wonder Woman from Jim Lee? A little bit both. <laughs> no, both. Let's fucking destroy mountains. Yep. Always. Always. <laughs> I guess that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then they make the fucking worst decision ever. Yeah. No protection. <laughs> so, they have a fight where he ends up leaving. The There's a whole, like, side story about uh, people, like, Frank, a la Frank Miller from Dark Knight. There's a lot of side pieces to the story. Your main story we interrupted mm-hmm. by like things like news. So there's, there's a whole thing about this, the a group called the Super Checks who look like um, uh, Black Canary and two other I can't remember, and they're urging their fans like, "Are you just against the government?" And then uh, you have a bit of uh, you have you get inter- Martian Manhunter introduced, which is weird because mm-hmm. like the League work is there, but they're not there really. So uh, Martian Manhunter is introduced. And then he's quickly killed later on by a man that looks like the Joker, but we know Joker died in the first one. Mm-hmm. This is another Joker remake, basically. Right, and can't be killed, also. Mm-hmm. So then, eventually, he, uh, this other guy starts ki- killing and stealing costumes of the heroes he's been killing. And then a monster also magically attacks. Very Watchmen. Very Watchmen-esque. Mm-hmm. Oh, giant extraterrestrial monster lands in Metropolis. Blah, blah, blah. A lot of shit happens to the heroes have to do a lot of basic hero stuff while the Joker is killing a bunch of these heroes in the background and Lex is... While they try to stop Lex from going on. Continuing his, like, bullshit mission. Eventually, it's revealed that the Joker is Dick Grayson who's gone mad with power. Yeah, because that makes sense. It makes no Dick sense. Dick Grayson is Cause so he's been, that character. Because he's so mad he got fired from, from being Robin years ago. Even though he didn't get fired, he... No, he got fired. Yeah, but, like, in most continuities, he just leaves to become Nightwing, and then Jason Todd gets to be Joker. Uh, it's not uh, the same in this time. it's very yeah. different. It's, it's very, very different. Charged. Yeah. <laughs> He's been altered to become a healer and uh, healer and shapeshifter, but it's become completely insane. So eventually, the two of them battle, and then Grayson falls into lava and disintegrates. Superman rescues Batman last minute, and then they go to the, they take him to the Batmobile where they fly off and do superhero fun things. It makes me so mad. This was not a good one. The art was awful. The series made no sense. But we got to see more of Superman and Batman's daughter. That's um Superman and Batman's daughter. Oh, Ooh, oh. That's a whole different... That'd be a fun <laughs> one. Ooh. Superman and Wonder Woman's daughter. Because she hates people. Laura. She hates people. Mm-hmm. She's Yeah, we get a lot of that hating people in the Golden Child, and holy shit is it annoying. It's so fucking annoying. It's just really bad. It, it makes just... the pretentiousness of John, like... Even oh, worse. No, it makes it okay because of how annoying she is. Oh, it just it makes no sense. And then DK3, back in 2017, I think? 2000, uh, November 2015, it lasted until <laughs> June of 2017. Yeah, because it was one of those like, five-month fleas and, and like, delays. Delayed. Because Frank Miller doesn't know what to do. No. So, <laughs> now... I kind of like that one at least more than two. 
That's true. So in DK three, Ray Palmer restores the one thousand inhabitants of Candor to full size, but they immediately they immediately butt fuck <laughs> the Earth. <laughs> That's the best way I could put it. By the way, yes, this is the one where Wonder Woman and Superman have sex. In this mountain, and she's like, "I'm pregnant," and she already knows she's pregnant with John. Oh, that's the oh no! It's, either, it's either this one, or it's either it's one of them. They're in there, and then she's like, "I'm pregnant." Uh, me pregante. Like immediately. <laughs> so he goes out and gets his former allies to get the invaders. That's really the basic part of it. Mm-hmm. The problem. Oh, Azarello did their artwork. Oh, it's real. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So this was all right. I feel that. I think, it's also I, another, I think it's better than two, but I don't think it's better than one. One's right. the best. So this is another three in, year in get, its own way. So this is another three year jump. So now we're in 90, 91, 1991, technically. This is the one that gets fucking wacky. Yeah, this is weird. Because like halfway through, Bruce Wayne dies and then comes back and he's like twenty. Yeah, and so it's like okay. <laughs> it's I forget how they do it. So it's, it's three years after the last after DK two. Uh, and the training... It's called the, the Master Race. Yes, Batman, DK3, the Master... It's really called DK3, the Master mm-hmm. Race. Um, they are... Gotham, there's a bunch of shit going on the street. Streets of Gotham. Wonder Woman's training uh, with her baby son. While Laura visits, Superman is... Ice over in his fortress because of what happened in the last couple of DKs where he kind of feels, like, responsible for everything. Mm-hmm. And... I think... Oh, yeah. So, Bruce shows up with the fight that's in Gotham and gets killed immediately. <laughs> that was issue one. Because he sucks. Yes. So, he shows up he's like, I'm 80. And they're like, shut up, old man. Yeah, well... <laughs> they're like, okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, they, uh, what they end up doing was they end up killing uh, Batman. Batman is... Uh, takes the uh Bruce. Carrie Kelly does not take that well because she's in love with him. What kind of Bruce? <laughs> well, Bruce is still alive technically. He's not yeah. dead. Like they fucking. He takes another hit. You see in issue two, he's like okay. He's yeah, just he, yeah, he's injured. Um. Then so I think there was how many issues was this? Eight or nine? I'll tell you right now. I think it's eight. No, nine. Jesus freaking Christ. Yeah, that's why it took too long. It was nine. originally slated as a, as a seven, seven or something like that. And, then and they added, that's two. what it is. And I was like, why would you add more? Yeah. So carries for the Batman's going to be fine. And the entire time, they're trying to get... Um, they're trying to get the Kandorians, who are crazy religious nut jobs. They're again, the Hawkman people, right? Huh? There's the Thanagarians. Continue. There are Thanagarians in this one, but uh, the Kryptonians in this are out of their mind. Mm-hmm. So, by issue three... The candidate is now being released, led by their religious leader, uh, QR, announced that they're taking over the world, and they're going to they're kill everyone, all like, kind of like a very popular, strongest will survive type of thing. Yeah. And the strongest being Kryptonians. Yeah. Um, in time, Superman's been frozen since D- uh, DK2, because he feels ashamed for himself. For being a fuck-up. Yeah, pretty much. Carrie saves him. Because uh, Carrie Kelly goes up to him and goes, hey, we kind of need your help getting these fucking Kryptonians back to their own fucking world. And here's the only one who can handle them because we're just humans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, the when they go to the Pentagon, the Pentagon screens all have Cure on, on the screen. But then all of a sudden, the mods go black with Bruce saying, go to hell. And then Superman shows up, but then his daughter is working with the Kandorians. 
Because she's like, these are the strong people. Humans suck. Yeah. I'm still angsty for some reason. Wait, I never understood. I never understood why she hated them. Because, we were like, there. We were with I, it. I, I think she was raised... Uh, she was raised by Wonder Woman. She was raised Woman. by Wonder Woman. Yeah, she was And in that universe, they made her super political. Yeah. Where she was like, I hate I hate men. All humans suck. Yep. Amazonian pride. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. At she looked cool, though. I liked her outfit. The, Who's? The, the, the black with the crown. Uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. yeah. The darker tones. I thought you were talking about Laura's. I'm like, Laura's no, Laura's just, it's just a t-shirt and, it's a t-shirt and a skirt. pants. <laughs> yeah. And like fucking leggings. Yeah. That was, she was wearing yoga pants before they were cool. <laughs> she was wearing yoga pants before they were out. <laughs> so it's Laura vs. Karak in issue four. Blah, 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 blah. A lot of blah, blah, blahs. It's a lot of blah. Dude, this was boring. It's a lot of blah, blahs. But again, at least it's better than two. I know. There's more stuff going on slightly. The problem is... It doesn't really go like the first. It, it does House of M syndrome, where the first three issues matter, and then like the last three issues matter. Yeah, it, it's got the that, beginning and the and the end, but the middle's filler. A lot also of keeps you filler. up with stuff. Yeah, it's like a lot. It's like the, that's the fight scene stuff. So at the end, what ended up happening is they were able to re- reverse everything. Uh, they killed a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and they were able to shrink down them. And then two months later, Superman has seemingly disappeared. Batman's coming to the script now because he's, like, immortal because they last repeated him. Good. Um, Carrie Kelly has a new bat suit and takes her name Batwoman. And, and then she's no longer a sidekick. She's an equal. And then Laura's like, oh, she survived. So, there, there were nine tie-in issues to this book. Yeah, there was the Ant Man. They, uh, they all came in like the middle of like yes. the books. They were like and they were small, actually like meant 10 to, pages they, or something. Yeah, they were supposed to be read after each issue. So yeah. the first one was the Adam explaining why he was like uh, explaining why he was working on the project he was working on. Wasn't he inside Superman's brain? No, he was working on reptiles. Okay. <laughs> and then he Laura comes to him, and it's she's the one who gives him the idea of restoring Kandor. Candor. Mm-hmm. So you have to read those. A lot of stuff actually happens in those tie-ins, which should have just been issues themselves. Oh, Candor's Black Adam, right? No, that's Karak. Candor is just Candor. Candor is the bottle city. A lot of these names are so dumb. Yeah, it's the bottle. It's the oh, bottle it's city. The bottle city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The a second one is, so is Wonder Woman, which is like the fight between Wonder Woman and uh, mm-hmm. Laura about choosing Laura's fate. Issue three was Green Lantern, where he's been living on like a little. He was like a little like amoeba bug thing in space because he had yeah. like. A wife and shit, and then transforms to a grown man, and his hand gets blasted off by Kandorians. And then the other one's Batgirl, just kind of showing up what Batgirl's been doing, and her going to reaching Aquaman. The other one's uh, issue five tie-in, which was Laura, which her Bal, who is Karak's son, and learning the fun of heat vision by killing people, and then she uh, shoots it to uh, she hits uh, Bal because he hits on her. And then they eventually get together, which is really weird. After he tries, like, to he hits on her, and then she shoots him with a heat vision, throws a car, and then they kiss, and then she's like, "I love you." <laughs> Frank Miller's a weirdo. I don't think he, I don't think he knows how to write romance. <laughs> Frank Miller doesn't know how to write anything. I mean, that's true. And then Walt Finest, which is Carrie, and then uh, Carrie and Laura teaming up. Wasn't there a Flash one? Yep. Mm. Actually, it was Strange Adventures, which was how Jordan's lost power ring and his hand oh, yeah, being burned off. And then uh, him meeting the Hawk Girl, Hawkman in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And then Detective, which was about Detective uh, Yendel, who's from from the original DK. Mm. Her going after the, uh, uh, the not the mutants, but the joke the the Joker boys, who we see in this one. 
The Joker Boys. And, and then the final one was Action Comics, which was the Just League teaming up to learn. And then, it really, Action Comics number one, it's really like the prelude to this. Yeah. So, that's the main three DK books. There were, there have been, the DK Universe, just for you to know, consists of Batman Year One, which was also written by Frank Miller. Also, then after that is All Star Batman and Robin, which was written by Frank Miller and drawn by Jim Lee. Mm-hmm, so it was actually like <laughs> good this to look is, at. This is, yeah, the timeline. <laughs> so, oh, um, before that, Superman Year One. Yeah, but that's not in canon. No, it is. It is now. Yep, okay. it's been confirmed to be DK canon. Okay, cool. So actually, in the timeline, it goes Batman, Superman. I'm oh, sorry, Batman Year One, Superman Year One, All Star Batman and Robin, uh, DK. Uh, sorry, um, Batman Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. DK one, two, three, and then this piece of work, which we can talk about now. So, before we get into Hunter, what's your opinion on DK as a whole? I feel like it's been expressed throughout the entire history we just did. I like the first one. The second one's bad. The third one's okay. The one shots and stuff are fine because it's cool to see other takes on the characters. Superman Year One is fine. I didn't get to read the last issue though, so take it with a grain of salt. And this sucker, this is All right, so my opinion on DK before I get to my review, I think Frank Miller had an a concept, had a good idea, a first. good idea for the first one. Yeah, I think it so ends. Cool. And it, I think it's a cool kind of commentary on what's been going on in society mm-hmm. lately in the eighties. It's kind of great. It's very reminiscent of a lot of movies, like a lot of movies, like Taxi Driver, you know, Kings of Comedy, which all inspired the Joker movie. If you see those, I've seen Joker. Um, you know, you have those, you know, hits at shitty Manhattan life and how the rich were getting richer and the poor were getting poorer and drugs and crime were rampant. And you had extreme heroes like Batman, you know, now in this in this Dark, dark Knight universe you can use. And I, it, it was cool and, and how... Yes, as much as he made Superman a fascist, which was dumb. Yeah. He, he was a government lapdog, which I fucking hate. Mm-hmm. The story makes great sense. The first Dark Knight. And then number two comes along with shits all over. I actually binge read this on DC on the DC Universe app. Yeah, when it first came out, I remember you talking about and it. And I'm like, when I got the app, I'm like, oh, I'll read them all. And I'm like, this is awful. DK2 takes away everything that was made in, D- in Dark Knight 1. It, comes, like, it seems to me like a cash grab. It was. It does seem like it. Coming back years later from 86 to 2001, and he decided to do the... I think I know the story he was trying to tell, that the government was being controlled by gov- corporate bigwigs. Again, the political note's there that, that he wants to hit. He just doesn't do it well because it gets, one, lost in the very, very shitty artwork yeah. of DK2. It gets muddied. It very, it does, and then the side story with this Dick Grayson, Joker character murdering, you know, all these superheroes and stealing their clothes because he's mad he got fired. Yeah, which is just like which okay. doesn't make sense. Like he made the, he really made Dick Grayson a bitch baby. He did and about I loved it. Dick Grayson, and it was just a, it's just a turnoff. And like it didn't make any sense. Like why Dick Grayson would go through all of this and then. It doesn't make sense. It does, and it, it's one of the worst books like to come out in a while. I think. Yeah, and then DK three came out, which again was uh, he didn't even really write it. What had happened was they asked him, "Hey, if you had a plot to write a third one, what would you do?" And yeah, it was like, him and Azarillo and Azarillo. It was basically just him and Azarillo would write, and him and Azarillo would draw. Like it was like all the same. Right. Like, they, they they helped each other. Right. So because uh, Frank Miller was like, "I don't want to write anymore. This sucks, and I hate it." Well, he did. <laughs> yeah. That's Frank Miller. Well, he did. Uh, he Frank Miller did all the one shots in it. 
Oh, for sure, yeah, he yeah. He did all the one-shots. Azarello did the main book mm-hmm. for DK3. And the problem with DK3, which DK3, again, hits that political world we live in now. Rise of, you know, uh, religious extremism in the world. The kind of that weird blind loyalty where people fall. And sorry, it's not bad. It kind of just gets muddy because it was very late and seems to be a lot of fluff and filler in some of it. Because the first three issues seem to matter and the last three issues matter. And that mm-hmm. middle stuff, all those one-shots could have been part of the story or a, a different series or or really should have been incorporated into it. Yeah. You know, so it gets kind of muddied all together. And that's the problem with Frank Miller's stories. They start very well, but they tend to peter out. Mm-hmm. towards the end you know and then we didn't get to talk about Last Crusade but again that's the Last Crusade was a great story and explains that how Jason Todd was alive the entire time at the end right I think, I think so I haven't read it in a while I think I read it when it came out and then, no, yeah, I don't it. even remember now at this point I think he's alive at the end and he was just like oh no they never explain what happened Mm-hmm. It kind of leads off on the cliffhanger where he's about to kill, the Joker's about to kill him, but we never get to see what happens, but we know he kills him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then so maybe, yeah, when we reviewed in the show, back yeah. in the early days before we knew it was tied into the DK, and again, it has, it has Frank, it has Frank Miller's very here, kind of weird muddled fucking sense where the first story issue was all right. But then, then it had just, that weird rape thing in the middle that yeah. was really uncomfortable. Well, and yeah, then I went downhill, it. and then even issue two did issue it. Issue two, he fucks mermaids or something. Well, that's what. See, that's the problem. With, the problem. He becomes a soldier, then has sex with a mermaid, mermaid underwater. Issue two, yeah, and then issue three is the formation of Justice League, and it's like, it's very like it jumps too much. I think it should have been five, and it should explain the gaps more. It was only right. three. It was three. If it was like a jumps. five or six, and there were no jumps. It'd be great. Yeah, but the thing was, they took so it was like, it was like. One to fourteen, then it was nineteen, and then it was like he's thirty. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it, okay. it, it was a bad, it was a bad kind of spill. Even the story, like it, yeah, he has some of his like weird stereotypical shit in there. And that's yeah, what like it, he's he, like the hometown hero kind of. Well, thing. That, that well, that's the thing. His he likes Frank Miller does hit on stereotypes very a lot in his books. And so, man, you're one. They're all kind of religious rednecky Bible Belt guys. Yeah, let's have some pie. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, fine. So, now that we've talked about DK as a whole, which we were like, alright, now let's talk about this awful <coughs> trash. Hunter, what Let's is it? go into full spoiler territory. Alright, warning, if you care, spoilers, there's a baby. He's talking. He, ten years later, jumps, he's got pockets. It's... <laughs> okay, okay. You're, okay, 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 I got it, I got it. So it opens up with John, Lawrence, Superman having a conversation. It's the ending. John is... It's, it's, a, the, it's literally yeah. the ending from DK3. Yeah. Where Laura and... From Ash, that Ash Comics number one, one shot, it's Laura and, and Superman talking about how Laura should be more human, how she should go learn how to be human. Yeah, and John's John kind of just like, like there. Yeah. He's a baby at the time. He's yeah, just listening. Yeah, he says, though. And then it jumps a couple years later, and the art significantly improves. <laughs> and uh, not by much. And they're just floating over the city. They're looking at humans. Uh, John is kind of like, what? They look fine. They're trying to help each other out. And Laura's like, fuck humans. And that's, that's like how it goes. Um, they they go to a hospital. She goes, look, they're trying to keep each other alive. And John's still like, hey, man, they're trying to help each other. That's pretty cool. At least they're doing stuff while we're just floating up here with our thumbs up our asses. I think you're I think you're you're bringing I, this down in a very shitty way. <laughs> but am I, though? Because I'm not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Give me it. <laughs> you got it. I'm up to the Trump rally. This is where I lost There's Trump, Trump in, in this book. And that's where I immediately lost it. Dude, it's three pages in, and I was like, no. Yeah, I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> 
Because a lot of it's Laura and John talking back and forth about how Laura's weird, deep-seated hating for, huge, for humans, which we never understand Co- where it comes Co- from. I think it comes from the Amazonian. But it's, uh, yes, that's what I think it is. It's, it's very too extreme, very much yeah. to Frank Miller's writing about women and, and race. It's very to the extremes. Yeah. Where John is kind of this, this... John plays the... He plays the reader. He plays us. Yeah. He plays the reader, where it's like, I'm just going to listen to you, but I, I think you're, what you're doing is wrong. And explain mm-hmm. how humanity always helps each other. She's shitting on humanity the entire mm-hmm. time. That, and the reason why everyone's kind of in a riot is because Trump's being elected again for president. Well, governor. Governor. Sorry. And it's also not... The president's probably still Nixon or whatever. It's also, <laughs> by the way, he's not Donald Trump, but he happens to look very he's, much he's like Donald Trump. unnamed governor. Yeah. And they make a, it's going to be a huge joke. They do. <laughs> and this is, finally we're at this rally. We finally see what Carrie's been doing and she shows up to her. And she looks dope. Yeah. I'll Best thing out. about this book, her yeah, outfit. I want one of those Batman black and white statues of her. Yeah. It actually, it's really dope. cool. It looks so cool. And it's her, uh, it's just really her breaking up the rally with the SOBs. Yeah. Sons of the Bat. Yeah, Sons of the Bat. Yeah, Sons of the Bat. Writing the Joker Boys. Yeah, the Joker Boys. I love that name. Well... <laughs> Uh, while John while John continues to listen, one of the Joker boys makes a comment, makes a phone call, and they all told they're told to leave. Bat at the back bunker, they gather back up. They, they, <laughs> bad bunker. It's called a bad bunker. And they yeah. gather up like the rest of the troops. They're gearing up for a war, which doesn't make any sense. They're here. They're gearing up to just fight the Joker boys during the riots again. During the riots so. again, but Car- but Laura makes a comment about Darkseid. She keeps bringing up Darkseid, like we've seen him before in the books. Yeah, he was in uh two and three, I think. Like in one page, he wasn't in any of them. He was in one of them for yeah. like a, a quick second. I think she, I think, and I think he was in DK three. Yeah, he appears slightly. In a and he part. wasn't even the bad guy in. He was no, nobody. He was just there. He was just there, and I, I don't even think he was in DK three. I think I'm just making it up now. I have to. Well, something has to make sense in this. <laughs> yeah, because he just shows up and he's like, "I'm Trump," and you're like, "Okay." Because <laughs> next, so as John explains to Carrie, like, "Oh well," uh, and the Laura like, "Shit's about to go down," so it's fine. And then all of a sudden, Joker shows up. But it's one of the Joker boys. We we assume it's one of the Joker yeah. boys, but he's wearing literally the same alpha from DK one. Well, I think that's the whole the, the which idea. is dumb as hell. Yeah. He's wearing and Darkseid is here he's huge and he's just kind of helping what you see is like the two of them are pulling the strings Joker Darkseid is pulling Joker's strings to pull the strings of the, of the governor yeah. they missed the dark side is joke in this book and it just really pissed me off yeah I was right I wore my shirt the other day <laughs> I'm like, I wore my today funny enough um they are talking about they're pulling strings for this governor so the governor create chaos, which also empowers Darkseid. Because he is the embodiment of chaos because the anti-life equation the, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the anti-life equation. And then <laughs> yeah. it's back to another riot that's happening where Laura and Carrie take down a Joker board to get some info, info out of it. And this is where you realize, excuse me, that they knew, they, they break it down so that it's Joker and Darkseid yeah. behind it. And then Laura kills Darkseid. But then Darkseid becomes well, a giant cloud. John kills Darkseid. No, in the beginning? The first fight, no, Laura. Oh, yeah, she jumps out of the Laura kills, yeah, Laura, yeah, yeah, Laura kills Darkseid, who wants more power, who then becomes a giant cloud, which was weird. I didn't know Darkseid could, could become a giant yeah, cloud. Yeah, and then he, like, comes back. And he comes back, and then he, he fights steals Laura. Steals her mind, basically, and makes her float well, and turn into a ghost. Well, first what he does is... Um, he mind controls Carrie Kelly and the, the SOBs yeah. while he's fighting Laura. Mm-hmm. And then John fires, uh, I guess he, his version of Heat Vision. Which is like super blue, which is not which, as fire. Yeah, which kill, uh, which hurts him. And then Laura drags the Omega Effect and has the Omega Effect hit Dockside. Yeah, that's the first fight. Yeah. And then he explodes. Yeah. 
while they're just hanging out, which they're supposed to, the Omega Effect is supposed to erase you from existence. He yeah. literally says that in the book. Yeah. Wait, there's more to the... And you think the book would end there, right? Oh, well, he got hit with the Omega... Uh, his yeah. life effects, but he got totally wiped you from existence. Yeah. Carrie is like, oh, well, I have to go find this body. And then it just starts raining blood. Yep. And then John, uh, John's like, oh, he's coming for me. And apparently it goes all the way back to the beginning of time where a big bang or an explosion happens in deep space... And then the body of Darkseid flies to Earth, and he's reborn in a giant body. And he looks different. And he looks completely... I don't get this. Dude. I don't know what's happening. Dude. As I'm explaining this to everyone, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I got hit by the Omega Effect. It wipes me from existence. And then I come back. I automatically... I, no, I am me. What he should have said is, and I come back, because Darkseid is, is. done. Because he's, he's having something. Darkseid is great, or Dark... Like, it doesn't yes. say this, but it says... Dark side can do this. Dark side this. Dark side that. And it's just, just, just a dark side that is, and that and then he should have appeared. Yes, that would have been the best. It would have redeemed the book slightly for me. So then but they got, missed it. We get some bull- Frank Miller doesn't read anyone else's books. I know. So we get some BS with we got Carrie finding the Joker boys where they re- where she beats them and they reveal that they were being pop they were puppeteering the government and everyone and yeah. everyone riots because like oh that's kind of stupid. Like go and then all of a sudden Dark side shows up in this big massive lava head form. <laughs> Out of like like a power like monster, a cloud boy. Well, yeah. like a power monster out of the friggin' Manhattan, mm-hmm. out of Metropolis Times Square, where he fights Laura again, and then he enthralls Laura with the anti-life equation, and then he's like, "I'm gonna have John join me," which I still don't get and any John's of this. Like, no. Well, <laughs> his motive makes no sense. He goes, "I've done this all for John to join John's me." John's the golden child, which wants... still doesn't explain anything. <laughs> he just wants ultimate power. Well, yes, and then so he's the shoots... only thing I can think of. He shoots John because John's like, oh, well, get away from my sister. And then John's this floating little baby. It was just, he's like five and he just floats around <laughs> with his hands in his pockets. And it, it kind of pisses me off because he's like a little pretentious kid. Yeah. But at least he's not as annoying as Laura is. And then he gets shot with the Omega Sanction. Who, he, he then absorbs it and then shoots a thing called Neutron Vision. <laughs> <laughs> and then, which I guess wipes out the entire power Darkseid has. Because Darkseid yeah, gets, he starts to, he gets hit by a rock and he bleeds. Yeah, he goes, you can't hold. You. Oh, so he makes. Him and, him and his sister disappear going, oh. They turn we're, invisible because yeah. that's a Superman power. Yeah, well, because that's John's power. Because John has more power than yeah, Superman. Yeah, because he he's combined with Amazonian Amazonia. blood. Which so is the same with Laura, but yeah, not the same. Right. It's like, oh, we'll see you, you know, you'll just die. And then uh, they throw a rock at him and he starts to bleed because apparently the neutron blast wiped away all his godlike powers because they can do that. Because reasons, yeah. Because John's reasons. John's John. And yeah. then, uh, I guess, golden child. Yeah, which still makes no sense. And then Laura and her mob of fucking Gothamites decide to send out, and that's how the book ends. You don't even see the ending. Nope. There's like four pages too short. <laughs> yeah, like they ended it's it. like, give us four pages where they kill him, they live happy and stuff. And then, fucking, in the middle you missed the stupid part, which I didn't like, where, um... Laura kicks the crap at a clown boy. Oh, she yeah. She sends a picture of herself jumping and posing to Batman. Batman sends a Batman emoji thumbs up, and she sends a heart emoji. And I'm like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that's uh, the, the I did issue. ask you, I was like, did they fucking Dark Knight 3? And you were like, no. He said no, but she wants it, kind of. And I was like, okay, that makes a little more sense, but it's still gross. Carrie Kelly, yeah, calm yourself. You know he's like 80, right? <laughs> like, okay, how young he looks at that sweet lad with her body. He's still an 80-year-old man. Yeah, so, he's still a curmudgeon. What's your I also don't like how he didn't appear at this at all. What's your favorite part of the book? Before we get into the deep dive of how much we hated this fucking book. <laughs> Carrie Kelly's outfit. Yeah, I know, it really is. I like I, the designs. I, I like the designs. Yeah, I like the... Uh, not John's. I like Laura's <laughs> new jacket. Uh, with the Wonder Woman symbol? Yeah. Like the Wonder Girl jacket? Yeah, I like Carrie Kelly's outfit. 
And I like... I just like how Darkseid looks. Yeah, it's classic, but it's like nuanced. Yeah, it's like a new one. Joker looks gross. John's got like Five a weird head. head. And like the hair he's doesn't a, fit his head. He's, he's, a, he's a very alien Yeah, face. which I think is what they want. Which wanted. I guess. They wanted it to be like that. Yeah, which I get when you when you look at it that way. Yeah, but like... What? No. 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 And then um, just the overall art which just wasn't good. No. And I don't even think it's Gra- uh, Raphael Grandpa's fault. No. I think it's just... He was trying to do Frank Miller. Yeah. But with his own, like, I can draw better than Frank Miller, but I'm drawing Frank Miller. Yeah, I got to do <laughs> It's Frank like Azzarello. I can draw better than Frank Miller, but I have to draw like, like Frank, Frank Miller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, it's good, but it's not the best. Let's talk about our negatives. So, the um, book makes here, no sense. Uh, my negatives include 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 44 pages. <laughs> <laughs> so, the problem with this is a lot of it doesn't make sense. If you because read... Because it's... Even... We read everything. Why are you folding it? I was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Even if you've read all of it, you still, still don't know what's happening because they still jump ahead and they don't explain much. They don't explain much. So the big thing is, if you've read all of DK up until the opening page... And I've read all of it and you've read all of it recently and you still don't even know what the fuck's happening. I still get it because like, the, the dark first side, page is like a, the, is a reference a, to... A literally uh, the last page in the yeah, last Except one. you see John's uh, dialogue yes. instead. So the problem with that when he jumps forward is, why isn't Superman training them? That's the whole thing. Where did Superman go? go? He doesn't even appear again. Yeah. I get what Batman's not doing because he. She even says the boss is doing another mission. Yeah, he's doing his own thing. Which yeah, might be. Maybe that's where he is. With which is Batman. fine. But then you make it say. Just say it. Just maybe outright Superman say it. Where is Superman? Where the why where is, is Dad? Why isn't Dad? Why? From Dark why is John? Like the whole point. Why does the kid have to fight a fucking anti? Well, they said. Well, they said that John has a lot more powers. And we'll, let's see where he goes because he's really yeah. supposed to be. They built this up where he's supposed to be this monk type character, the Golden Child. It's a it's an older movie. It's a reference to a. a Buddhist symbol. Uh, uh, yeah. It's a, 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 a it's, it's, an omnipotent. It's, it's like a, a, it's, it's omnipotent or whatever. Yeah, it's an omnipotent. Yeah, it's an omnipotent yeah. being. Yeah, he's a little golden boy, like literally. Yeah. So, which is good. I like the reference that I get mm-hmm. where they're going with yeah. it. The problem is, and I, I like John as a character because it makes sense. This, yeah, hey, I'm, a, I'm a god. Uh, yeah, I'm a god in a child's body. Mm-hmm. You know, which again makes all sense. The 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 governor thing story. I get. I know it's Frank it Miller doing super yeah. political charge. It which is, and especially in this climate, it doesn't. It's not. It's it's fine doing that. And again, it's not me saying keep politics out of comics. It's it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense mm-hmm. to the story. Make it where you see. It makes sense to that singular story, but not the overarching Dark Knight story. Right, because it, and it doesn't make sense even in the, it doesn't make sense in the context of this either. Because then it's, it's been saying that Darkseid's been around this entire time, pulling strings to bring up this chaos up. You could have been showing, like, you know, even do a time-lapse thing where, like, the first couple pages, like, last year, like, oh, last year, or, like, oh, you know, eight months ago, about the first time this guy was in power and him getting reelected and seeing the background or make this, this should have been a miniseries. If you want to tell this story, I thought it was originally an OGN. Yeah, I thought that when too. When it was first slated, I was like, oh sweet, we're getting like an OGN. Like, like, that would make, know, like that would make sense. Or so. Yeah, no. And then it's literally like, what is it, maybe 32 pages? Yeah. It should. This should have been a mini miniseries. Yeah, or this at least should have been three issue like uh, Superman. Right, and this you could have done this story in three issues. Yeah. Where it's like... you could have explained more. Yeah, because what I'm missing is explanation. I yeah. don't get you it. You could have shown the beginning... With extra bonuses, which is up to where Carrie Kelly stops the bat, stops the riot. Right. Give us everything there. Then it's Carrie Kelly and Laura have fun, like have talks together. They go interrogate, and the last one is John and Darkseid fight. Right. But with extra bits, of course. Right, because you need the explanation of why he's maybe more child. Superman and maybe more Batman. I need more explanation of why yeah. John's a golden child. Why is Darkseid after him? Yeah. The only explanation they have is he's got more powers. Right, and that's, that's and all. Darkseid's Darkseid, like, and that's what Darkseid has. Yeah, Darkseid's like you have more powers. <laughs> 
Okay, that's not good enough. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. You know, it's very lackluster. The whole riot thing doesn't make sense because you have no context over who this guy was that mm-hmm. they're fighting. You don't, you don't get the rise of the Joker boys. So they're supposed to all be defeated in in DK three. Yeah. You know, this Joker guy say that he's a, a, an imposter Joker. Not they that even, they didn't even say Joker boy until like halfway through the book, and right. you just think it's like, oh, it's Dick again. Yeah, like, and, and that's the thing. Like, show that it's a different guy. Say, mm-hmm. say that, or make even make Carrie say. Oh, great! Another guy pretending to be the Joker. Yeah. Anything to make like make some of the stuff that we're seeing mm-hmm. make sense. It's a lot of shit missing in it, and this is a one shot. There yeah. is no currently. There is no after. Yeah. And even this doesn't end. Up, like you're so telling me that Frank Miller's ending for it's his, just an extra story. his fucking masterpiece is that a mob that his that John resistance. That, that John Kent <laughs> is going to be this omnipotent god, and mm-hmm. he wipes out the powers of Darkseid, and then a mob is an angry mob of Gothamites to go to kill Darkseid in the streets with rocks. Yeah. <laughs> and then we never see this these characters again. This should have been a miniseries. Yeah. Make this aim not even through. You could have done this as a six, told oh, the yeah. story, and then ended it where you flash forward to where John is now ruling the earth. But in, in like a good way. Yeah, like, he's like, like a, a right, way. like he's a god on like earth. a benevolent, a right. benevolent way. And just done that, and like, all right, cool. We see where it's going with like him, like with the Legion, or it's like, yeah. you know, some something like that, where you can wrap up your DK stuff. Because the problem yeah. is, he stops. He doesn't wrap up his DK stuff. He leaves it always open for more. Because just in case they want, they to ask him for more. Just in case they give him money, he's but like, I'm ready. Is, but the problem when you ask for more like that, you don't know what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. You have a like Dark Knight, and then you got number two because they asked for more, and that was very bad. And then DK three was. It was a, a little lot. bit better, but it was not better, good. but it was all right because it and really also again, took two years to finish. Two years to finish for a nice year. It's series. like Doomsday Clock. Yeah, but with a lot of fluff, but with a lot of fluff and filler in between those extra yeah. ones. You know, it was just a lot of mess. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a fucking mess. <sighs> so, out of five, what Dude. do you give this? Now here's here's the for kicker. Do we have a 0 to 5 or is it a 1 to 5 scale? We always do a 1 to 5 scale. Okay, so it's a 1. No books, <laughs> it's a 1. No book can ever get a 0, technically. Well. <laughs> a, a book can only get a 0 if it's the worst book on the planet. And, and trust this is me, not this is not the worst book on we the planet. We talked about controversial issues with Ryan, like, in episode 10. Yeah. Those are the ones you give zeros to. Yeah, like, like, I would never read this. Like, Lost Girl, I, as yeah. much as, like, the art looks great, it's also a little girl getting porked by a giant, yeah. like, man in, the, in a lion's outfit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, like, this is stuff I give zeros on moral grounds, yeah. too. <laughs> you know, the saving grace, and not, I'm not, and I'm saying saving, saving grace, grace is Carrie with, Kelly with a very thin line is Carrie Kelly, the, the, uh, Raphael Gra- uh, Grappa's uh, character design yeah. saved this book. Yeah. As much as John looks like an alien, he's supposed to look yeah. alienish. Laura's supposed to be like she has that her she has that teen angst, spirit, yeah. and you see that in that very nineteen, very early nineties yeah. style. Assuming this is another time skip, mm-hmm. like another three year time skip, he likes. It's like doing. in the nineties. Yeah. She has a nineties outfit, nineties mm-hmm. time, and, and 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 Carrie Kelly's outfit looks great. Yeah. The persona, the character's personalities are still there. So, yeah. so if you've read all the DK stuff, it's there. It still feels like a DK, DK story, but, but it's but lost. Er, but it's just so lost. It doesn't know what it wants to be. It doesn't know if it wants to be a continuation, a, a continuation of stuff, or, fin- yeah. or finale. Like, it doesn't know what it wants to yeah. be. It doesn't want. It doesn't want to be an issue one for an ongoing series. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to be a finale to your entire your DK franchise. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want it to just be a one shot that takes place within your universe. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like I'll compare this to the to Last Crusade, where that was an actual one shot. It makes sense. It was a prelude. Explain the story of back of and Jason it had and, a beginning and an end, middle end, and the story <laughs> made sense. Mm-hmm. 
even though the ending fell on a cliffhanger, like this did, the problem yeah. with this cliffhanger, like you knew where the other one ended. Yeah, because like, it continues in the into other DK, yeah. where it goes, yeah, he got killed because that's the led up him being retired as Batman. Yeah. This doesn't lead anywhere. No. You were, and, and the fact that Darkseid got his powers blown out of him and that, he, that he's going to get beat to death by a bunch of civilians. Yeah. Unless this is, is a metaphor for the rise of the, uh, of the small overthrowing the, the big. <laughs> Which I think that's kind of what it was. But it doesn't make sense. But it doesn't hammer it in too hard. It, does, it, it only would make sense... Like, going back to DK2, as much as it was shitty, the message was that, oh, corporations are controlling you, not, not the president. Yeah. You know, not the government. It's really corporations controlling the government, which control you guys, type of thing. Which makes sense with the with them finding out Lex Luthor is behind it all, and blah, blah, blah. This is trying to do the same thing. Like, oh, behind every person is really a greater evil. There's really but, a dark side. Yeah, <laughs> what, is, what they're saying is that behind the government, there's really a giant evil man and, and a guy in a Joker suit. Like, <laughs> and a guy who looks like a fucking clown. Around. Like, <laughs> I, I get it, but you're not, like, you're saying that evil intent is behind things. The things that you hate is that there's evil intent. Like, if that's what you're going with, great. But then you have to say at the end that Darkseid's not really dead. Like, he just gets weakened and he disappears or whatever. He turns into smoke again. Or something. <laughs> that Which was stupid. You know, have him disappear because what you can do is then, like, yeah, he'll always be there, but we can always beat him. So yeah. that message, like, yeah, no matter what we say about the government controlling us or the evil behind some people's eye mentalities that good will always the small and the good will always triumph over the evil the mm-hmm. bad no matter how many times Darkseid comes and, and John can lead the way to that and that could have been your ending yeah but they didn't do that they didn't do that it's a oh well John shot you a nuclear blast a neutron power star thing I guess and <laughs> him and Lord decide like we're gonna go invisible and disappear for a little bit yeah. and uh we're just gonna watch it and uh watch these people murder you in the street <laughs> so out of five I'm giving it a one because of just Carrie Kelly. I'm giving it a one. Carrie Kelly is the one redeeming factor. I'm giving it a one because her dialogue is good-ish. Yeah. For a Frank Miller book. Yeah. I like what she's getting at, and I like her outfit a lot, right. and I like her style. I think I'm I'm only giving it a one, and not because and I don't like doing this to books. No, I hate shitting on books. I mean, depends on the book. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but what I mean is, there is no. There's nothing for this book. Like this book, it's one of those books where you can go. Who's this book for? That's right. the question. Like it's not to me. It's Spider Man. It's for Spider Man fans. Yeah. Dying is easy. It's for mystery fans. For cop drama fans. Yeah. For comedian like people like comedians. Joe Hill fans. This is it for Dark Knight fans. I, I can't. Guess, e- I can't even tell. No. I'm a Dark Knight fan. And I didn't even like it. Yeah. I, I like Jimmy. Like <laughs> the only thing I liked is said Carrie Kelly. Like Carrie Kelly still right. Every book Carrie Kelly's game character. She's the saving grace of all of the books. Right. Um. But again, like with um. <laughs> What's it called? With, like, Jimmy Deck, we were talking. Uh, yeah. he's, he's like, oh, I'm super hyped for this book. I'm like, <laughs> of course he is. I'm like, yo, of course you're hyped for this book. Do you hate everything else? But you're going to love this book. I'm like, I... <laughs> this and Black Hammer. That's yeah, all he likes. <laughs> I know. But I'm like, this is... I feel like a lot of people are going to be disappointed. Because the way... The, the, if Jimmy is disappointed, that's when it's like, this is a bad book. Yeah. The, was give, it him, give him a couple days. Yeah, I'll ask, him, him. ask him how it is. Yeah. If he says it's terrible, then it's got to be bad because he's the biggest Dark Knight fan. Yeah. Like the I think he's the only person who likes Frank Miller in the store. I have a couple people that like <laughs> Frank Miller come to the store and I'm like, okay. Yeah. But I'm like, this is not this doesn't showcase his best work. This doesn't showcase his best anything. Best work's probably Daredevil. But this shows like, this really just shows like work. This is really where Cash grab is for a yeah. book. This literally had no... It's re- $5.99, which isn't bad, no. but it's still more than it should be. No, I, I, you're right. But it is because it's prestige. It's one of those books where, and I've said this every once in a while, I'll say this every once in a while, sometimes a book just doesn't need to be made. Yeah. Like, this is not a book that needs to be made. Definitely. The concept doesn't work 
you know, the story, even like it might be, it, could, it also could be one of those books that were like, it's good on paper and the theory, the idea was cool when you guys sat it out. The idea of it was cool when I first heard about it. Right. I was like, the That's idea cool. of the story and how, was, and how it was presented to retailers and customers is that somebody, Laura and John are going out into the world and that Laura's job is to protect John because some great evil is coming to get him because of, of something that is inside him. Yeah. Because the power is possessed. Give me that story. Give me John and Laura traveling the DK universe, looking for stuff, just hanging out, having on the run. Yeah, while he's learning, while she's training him, while Darkseid and his his his, his clown boys are looming over. Them. Right. In like, a set- have it be a time traveling, uh, time traveling, a traveling book where right. Darkseid is always one step behind them, but right. closing in, and they're like, she's shitting on humans, and he's like, hey, Laura. Uh, you're teaching me how to use my powers, but I'm teaching you how to like humans. Right. And that, and then you have Carrie Kelly interspersed in between as a detective story, looking into where they're going and who's chasing them. Right. They're leaving chaos just, behind. Right. And that's all yeah. this is. She's following leads from this Joker Boy. Why She's following this Trump. Right. This the should, Trump character. Yeah. And this is why this should have been a miniseries. Hey, Frank Miller, send us an email and we'll help you write a miniseries. Yeah. Because we have ideas. Because <laughs> that would have been the better story. Yeah. Really, because the two of them traveling around while he's learning his powers, you would be cool to see. Them going to like, oh hey, we're spending the day in Gotham where they're both undercover as humans, and like he's like trying, like he's not floating because he's walking, yeah. and she's like floating. He's like, you gotta stop that. I told you not to do that. Yeah, we're spending a day in their shoes, right? And they're like, oh okay. And, and then, they go by a street. They go by street dogs. They like try to save right. someone's life. They help a little lady cross the road, right? And they're trying yeah. to be human. And then another issue could that be the, them in like, like uh, in space, in, in like rather like in Thanagar or like well technically the the, the, yeah, the, the like mascara. Oh, no, if you keep the keep it all on Earth, what you can do is keep it on um, the refuge that uh, Hawkgirl, Hawkman made yeah. in DK three, going there and learning how they're flying and they're helping mm-hmm. like them from invaders and shit like that. Go yeah. see, and then like one issue could be like where the Metropolis issue is them learning powers. Like oh, John showing her the humanity. Like they, mm-hmm. they they like there's a robbery and they don't help th- in the robbery and like two strange guys. Help this girl. Yeah, one gets it, injured, but they still help. Yeah, they yeah. still help, and they, they they get the bad guy. But John and Lord are just watching, and then when they're in, like this, uh, like this refuge, they see poachers come in, and that's where Laura's like, "See, humans suck," and John's like, "Fuck, well, not all of them suck." Right, yeah, I get you, and they stop the poachers right. from like, killing an elephant for its eyes. Right, yeah. you know, and then you do that on and off with certain things, and it's all mechanism Darkseid doing it. And Man, it, I want to read this because well, chaos would follow them, and he would be the chaos that gives them to right. Yeah, see, this is a book I want to read. Hey, Frank Miller, DC, we are cheap. <laughs> we are very cheap. You just give us writing credit. Just give me a pair of student loan debt. <laughs> yeah. That's all I want, just pair of student loan debt. But yeah, that's what it is. I, I, the story they sold us on is not what we got. And that's exactly. always what I hate when that happens. We talked about false advertisement for another book recently. I honestly forget what it was. I always forget sometimes. But They all have one together at this point. Yeah, I forget what it was. Fuck. Anyway, yeah, we were, we were sold on a book falsely. Oh, Fruit Foundation. Yes, yes. We, and even Jeremy Whitley came out he and said, said that wasn't like, the book that's not what I wanted to do. They made me do this. It was all time travel. It was a whole multiverse caper to get Molecule Man pieces. Anyway. Yeah. We got to close the show. Yeah, because we're going to ramble about how I hate the Dark Knight. <laughs> if you want more Dark Knight talks, um, hit us up and maybe we'll do like a retrospective, like a full-on in-depth analysis. Yeah. That'll be something fun. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. You can head over to our website, androidscomics.com, to check out this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on Instagram for Buddy the Elf's Adventures at androids underscore comics and Twitter at androids comics for up-to-date news. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Support your local comic book shops and have a nice day. 
Bye, Golden Child, and hate it with us. Yes. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.